0: Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa Podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. Fantastic. Who's had a great week? I I love it. Even a bad week is a good week. But Matt, it is really nice to see you here this morning, mate. And uh, Tom and Kelsey, it's great to meet you guys. Thank you for joining us in church. Can we welcome these guys? They're our guests this morning, Tom and Kelsey and their beautiful kids. And I believe you're from Brisbane. You've just moved here. They're Noosa locals, so make them welcome. Take them out for lunch, buy them a coffee, do something for Tom and Kelsey. It's great to have you here. We had some rain this week. Uh, We had Valentine's Day. Who celebrated Valentine's Day? Melissa and I. We didn't. Oh, we did the week before because it was our 23rd wedding anniversary. Who believes in miracles? Come on, hang with me this morning. Who believes? 23 years married, three amazing kids, and uh, my wife truly is an angel. She's more than I deserve, and God is smiling on me, but she definitely is. Uh, I'm the pastor, but she's the Christian. She, no, anyway, but uh, yeah, I was born Christian. She lives like a... No, I do too, but... Um, so we had Valentine's Day. We had some big surf, thanks to Cyclone USE? Is that how you say it? yesy and uh, as a result i had a snapped board and almost dislocated shoulder which was fun but as i was sitting there feeling a little sorry for myself a little sore a little sorry and i realized that things work better when connected deep thought deep thought but i literally i could hardly lift my shoulder i had to go back to a chiropractor to get my shoulder clicked and to get strapped but i couldn't do with my arm, what I can always do with my arm because there was a dislocation, there was a stretching of joints and ligaments and there wasn't, it wasn't sitting properly in its socket. But as soon as it got put back in, it was still painful, but it worked. And I think it's the same in life, that, that life works and, and your best life is experienced in connection. And we always make you know, the statement, your best life, and it, for some of us it can become a cliched saying, your best life, but your best life exists. God created it for you, and your best life exists in connection. And I think there's directions of connection. So this morning, I want to talk about four directions of connection. Inward, outward, upward, and forward. And I think in totality, when we get those things in balance balance, balance and rhythm, that life works and we actually can live and experience our best lives. And I don't know about you, but the alternative's not that good. I don't want to live my worst life. I don't want to live, you know, visionless and, and in pain and, and distraught and not experiencing the victory that God created me for. I want to live my best life. Is there anybody else that wouldn't mind living their best life? It happens in connection. And the amazing we were in prayer this morning and Vincent told of a podcast that he'd listened to of a documentary this week about penguins, which I thought was amazing. And the external temperature, you know, in the South Pole, North Pole, wherever the penguins live, can be up to minus 67 degrees. But when the penguins huddle together, in the middle of that huddle, the temperature can increase to up to 70 degrees. So there's almost a 140 degree shift in the temperature because there's connection. And that's where life works. And Ainsley said that as we were praying also, she got a word and she said... Every one of us is like a jigsaw puzzle, a puzzle piece. And even if we feel disconnected, there is, there is somebody on either side and in front and but that we're connected to and that pour life into us. And we need to find our connection points, not to dislocate, not to isolate, but to find our connection because in connection is life. Amen. We've been created it, for it by a creative God who is totally connected. And if you think about it, there's no, more, no one that's more connected than God. There's no one that's, he, he's, pretty, he's pretty social and intentionally so. And in Genesis one twenty six, it says, Then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. Let's make man to be like us. They'll reign over the fish of the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals of the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created humans in his own image in the image of God, he created the male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the animals that scurry along the ground, a little bit down. Then God looked over all that he had made. He saw that it was very good. And evening passed and morning came, making it, marking the sixth day. So God had his posse. He was the original gangster, the original OG right? This is God, but God's in heaven and God's creating things. He's creating from nothing, something. He's creating the earth, the heavens. He's creating birds and fish. And he's creating everything, but he's not alone because you've got father, son, and Holy Spirit. He's, he's got his crew and he's got his gang, he's relational, he's connected. So he didn't need anything else, but he wanted something else. And he goes, you know what? This is cool. What we've done, what we've created, what is, is great, but we need more. We need, we need a larger crew. We need more people enjoying what we've created. We need, so we created man in his image to enjoy what he had created for him. But he created it for them. And he blessed them, connected. Plural. And here's the thing where it says, be fruitful and multiply. You can't be f- fruitful and multiply on your own. You need to be connected to be fruitful and multiply. The the fruitfulness of your life will come through the connections that you have. So as I said, we're going to look at four different directions of uh, connection. But I love it. Get intentional about connecting with others. Get intentional about connecting with yourself. Get intentional about connecting with God. And get intentional about connecting with your future. Get a vision for your future that is bigger than your today, your immediate so that you can run towards it with all the passion that you have, amen? God was the one that said it's not good for man to be alone. He never intended for any one of us to do life alone. He doesn't want you to be this solo warrior that does life on their own and I'm a self-made man or a self-made woman and I did this and I achieved that. It's a hollow victory when the victory is celebrated by yourself. A fancy dinner is just dinner when you eat it by yourself. It doesn't matter how good the steak is. It doesn't matter how good the sautéed vegetables or what. Maybe, maybe for parents with young kids that scream all the time. Maybe it is. Maybe it is fancy. But, but it's so much nicer when it's shared with someone else. Once you need to taste this. I need, I need some of your... I need, to, I need to experience what you're experiencing because I can see the joy on your face. And you don't sit there eating, looking into a mirror and a beautiful sunset or sunrise. It's... It's, it's just a picture in your mind if somebody else isn't there to celebrate. But when you're on a date or you're out with friends and you're experiencing things, it's, it's that much better. Don't isolate yourself in life. Don't, don't pull yourself. Don't extricate yourself from the life that God has created for you. Do life connected. Because if I've learned anything, it's, it's isolation kills joy, passion, dreams, and it, and it magnifies problems. But connection always brings life. Proverbs 18 says, a man who isolates himself seeks his own desires. He rages against all wise judgment. He, he, you know, I can, I was working with Pete this week and I love it because we just talk all day long. We get a little bit of work done, but we talk all day long. But I can say something to Pete and he can have a contrary thought, but his contrary thought when expressed to me as a friend helps me get the right perspective of what I'm actually looking at. Because I said, but this happened and he goes, yeah, that's not that bad because this, this and this, and it helps me gain correct perspective. But when I sit there by myself isolated, and I have that thought, that thought just keeps getting enlarged and growing and developing. And then I form thoughts and opinions about something that's nothing. And the connection I had with a friend helped me realise that was nothing. And I didn't let it go any further. and I just put that thing down. Does anybody remember the game Connect Four? We actually got one here. Do, Do we have any Connect Four champions in the church this morning? No, nobody that wants, Maria, Maria's a connect for, here's the thing, the aim is to get four connected dots of the same colour in the same row, so I put one of one colour, one of another colour, another of that colour, the aim is to get four in a row, four connected dots, and if you get four connected dots, you win. The thing is that you have to, and I don't know if you've ever played this or you played Candy Crush or something like that. When I do things, I, I like to do them quick and, and, I'm, and I'm doing it quick and I'm, and I'm dropping it in and you drop a, a black one in. So I drop a white one in and you drop a black one in and I, I drop a, a white one in and I'm not really intentional about it. I'm just reacting to, i got to win. i got to get four in a row. The problem is when I just react and I just keep dropping them in, I'm, I miss out on other opportunities to win in life to win the game, to win at what my actual aim is because I'm not getting intentional about the connection. I'm just dropping discs in, right, anywhere I can because, oh, there's an opportunity so I do. But I think it's the same in life at times. We need to find a rhythm and a flow and not just live reactively. And I've found that my rhythm and my flow comes from my connections. And I don't just react to life or what's happening in front of me, I, I do life out of the connection I have because it brings strength and it brings clarity and it brings wisdom to my world. We don't have to just do life quickly and on autopilot dropping the discs in, we can actually slow down and go, you know what, I'm choosing my connections and I'm going to input to my connections and I'm going to strengthen the connections that I have in my life. Amen? So the four... Four directions is inward, outward, upward, and forward. So, what does it look like to connect inwardly? Most people smile on the outside but are broken on the inside. They they they'll project an image. You, You see it on Instagram, you see it on Facebook, you see it on everything else. I've seen I've seen six months worth of perfect photos of the perfect couple having the perfect holidays and wearing the perfect clothes, who got divorced. Because there was a projected image that wasn't a reality. And we need to get happy with us. Jesus accepted you. I want to encourage you to accept you. I want to encourage you, warts and all, failings and all, brokenness and all, accept you. Because that's where Christ found you. And he can work with a life that is surrendered and laid down for him. But he can't work with falsehood. He can't work with non-reality. He can, he can only deal with what we bring to him. And uh, every single one of us has come from different backgrounds. We've experienced different upbringings and we've walked through different circumstances, but we just need to come to a place where we go, I accept me where I am today. I am not perfect, but I'm journeying towards it. I am not whole, but God is making me whole. I am, I, I have flaws. I have fun. We need to connect with ourselves. We need to connect with our emotions. We need to connect with our failings. We need to connect with, I'm not where I thought I would be, but I'm also not where I used to be. I'm okay. And you have to accept you. And you know what? I, I, I can get happy with me. I can get happy with being by myself for a time. It's Life's celebrated better together, But but get happy with you. Connect with you because then God can do something with that. Because when I don't acknowledge that there's an issue in my world, I don't deal with the issue that's present. Everybody else can see it, but I haven't, I haven't allowed myself to connect to it. So I can't do anything about it. I can't get victory over challenges. I can't get victory over emotions or my thoughts or, or my behavioral patterns because I haven't owned them. Melissa regularly says to me, own it, Christian. I didn't do that. You did that, own it. I'm like, okay, I did it and I, I own it. I'm sorry. God is good with who you are right now. He's not going to leave you there because he loves you too much, but he's okay with you where you are right now. And when you can connect with that, it can help propel you forward in life, amen? Second thing is to connect outwardly. I want us to be a people who are outward focused, that aren't navel-gazing and looking at the lint in our belly and just, just, woe is me. And I snapped my surfboard this week and I nearly dislocated my arm and my wife was in hospital on Tuesday night and that bill came in, let's not be like that. God says, I've got your back. I'm going to look after you. I'm going to cause you to be the head, not the tail above and not beneath. As you honor me, I will open the windows of heaven over your world and pour out so much blessing. Don't worry about you. That's what Matthew 6 says. It says, don't worry. Don't worry about what you'll eat, what you'll drink, what you'll wear. God knows what you need. He knows the the hairs on your head. He looks after the sparrows in the field. He he provides for all of creation. Don't worry, walk in faith. Trust me, just look outwards. Let's be men and women that look to better somebody else's life. Let's be men and women that look to bless others. And I want to encourage you to get to know people. Not just social media know them, really know them. I've got, I think it's over however many followers on on Instagram, I don't know most of them. I I can see their photos. I can see their lives. I don't know them. We need to get to know people. If we want to impact others, if we want to be a blessing in somebody else's world, we actually need to get to know them. Ask them questions. Walk with them. Journey through challenging times and celebrate in great times do do life with people that is impactful I love what it says in Hebrews 10 it says let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works and let us not neglect our meeting together connection as some do but encourage one another especially now that the day of his return is drawing near the Bible says love your neighbor as yourself so so when I've connected inwardly I can love my neighbor as God wants me to And connecting outwardly is living sacrificially. It's living for somebody else, being a blessing to somebody else. And there is so many generous blessing people in this church. Even last week, somebody came and told this story about something that had gone on and somebody from this this church afterwards went up and met the need that they had in their world. Just generously, sacrificially, they, they gave. You know, 1 John 4, 7, Beloved, let us love one another for love is of God and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Let's, let's look beyond the immediate. Let's look beyond me and mine and, and the needs that I have. Let's look to the betterment of others. I had somebody message me two weeks ago and saying, we're moving to town. It wasn't Tom and Kelsey, it was somebody else. And they said, I'm moving to town. This is the area I work in I need some work. So I instantly just got on the phone. I called four people I knew in that field to say, if you've got any work, keep this person in mind. I'll give you a character reference. They're a hard worker. They've got all, you know, everything they need to start. I wanted to be second mile. Let's be second mile people. Let's be people that do more than what is expected. Let's go beyond the the average and let's go to the excellent range. Say, you know what? If I'm going to bless you, I'm going to really bless you. I'm going to do all that I can because you know what? I want another great family in Noosa loving Jesus. And besides that, whether they're in church, they're out of church, I want to be a blessing. I want someone to see Christ through my actions more than my words. I don't want to say Jesus loves you. I want to show love. I want to sow love. I want to be sacrificial in what I do for somebody else. Amen? Take people out for dinner. Have a coffee. Ride a bike. Text some, when, when you think about someone, I had a, a, a girl from Melbourne. It's actually the girl that I prayed for that got out of the wheelchair after seven years. She texted me this morning and said, I felt this word from God for you and I just wanted to encourage you. And she just sent me a scripture verse. But it encouraged me and I went, awesome. And I can, I can bring that into church and, and what I'm doing. When you think of someone, just text them. You are amazing. My life's better because you're in it. I I can't believe, you know, how talented you are in this era. Whatever it might be, just encourage somebody. Tell them, they're because they may get ragged on every other day of the week, but let's be the ones that go, you know what, come Wednesday, I'm sending that message because I I believe it and I want to build somebody else up. Amen? Galatians 6 says, Bear one another burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Proverbs 17, A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity through the good, through the bad, in the up, in the down, through the agreeance and the disagreements, a brother loves. Proverbs 27, as iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Life's better when done together. My rough edges get knocked off when I do life with a friend. When I, when I say something stupid, and they I had a guy that I used to work with and he swore like a trooper and it was just he didn't even He didn't even think about it. He's just dropping the F-bomb and dropping this and doing that. And I said, don't do that. He's like, what? What do you mean? And we're on a building site, so that's just normal. That's just every day with the concreters, with the electricians, with the, with the you know, plumbers. That's just, that's just how you talk. That's, that's terms of affection. I said, just don't do it. After about six months, he said, my wife came up to me and said, you don't swear anymore. But it took me every day of six months to say, don't do that anymore. Stop doing it. And I just say it once and go about what I was doing. But we can bring change into others' lives, change for the better when we're connected outwardly. John 15, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. And greater love has no one than this, and they lay down their life for their friends. I think about Peter and John, connected, going to the house of God for a time of prayer, who picked somebody else up and took him with them. Because they were connected and they were intentional. We can bring others into a place of healing, into a place of breakthrough and deliverance as we stay connected in unity. The word says, where there is unity, the Lord commands a blessing. He commands a blessing when we're in unity. It says, where two or three agree on anything, it shall be done. That we can connect together and we can do life strong and we can draw others into the presence of God. And you know, there's a saying that you can be so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. There are times where we have to take our mind off just the mission and look to people. Can I encourage you? Let's just be good. Let's just do good. Let's just love good. Let's just express uh, others who God is through our acts and intention of meeting their needs. Amen. And I I, I think this connection outwardly creates community. And community, this family of believers, I think represents the cross where, where divinity meets humanity. And there's an intersection. And I go, I believe in God, but I'm connected to man. And through that, people see the goodness of God. Ephesians 2.10 says, we're God's masterpiece. He's created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things that he planned for us long ago. Yes, there's a mission. Go and make disciples. But I want to encourage you to connect inwardly and then to connect outwardly. And then let the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of God come upon your life for the mission, which is making disciples. Amen. Third thing is to connect upwardly, to know God. I was, I've reading, you know, I'm, I'm doing the Bible in a year as well. And I just love well, through Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Leviticus, it's, it's a little dry, but we're getting there, but it says that God talked with Moses as a man talks with his friend. God wants you to be in connection with him. God wants to speak to you. He's not, he just didn't write the the Ten Commandments and then give all the laws of Moses. He says, I want to speak with you personally, intimately, just you and I, no interruptions. I want to connect with you. I want to be in relationship with you. And then it says that not only did he talk with Moses, but he walked with Adam in the cool of the evening. Can I encourage you, take a walk with God. Find space in your schedule to take a walk with God. Have you created any space in your world? Is your world so full that there's no more room for God? Is your world so full of worries and concerns and have-tos and routine and every other thing that there's no space for God? Because he says, I'm here and I want to take a walk with you. I'm here and I'd love to have a chat. I'd love to speak into your world. I'd love to bring clarity. I'd love to release wisdom. And I love what it says in Matthew 11. This is the message. It says, You tired? Are you worn out? Are you burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. When we keep company with God, we enter into John 10.10. 10. The devil comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you may have life and life more abundantly. You don't have to create the perfect life. You just have to keep company with God. And what does that look like? It looks different for everyone. I'm a morning person, so I've been up since 4.30. So I'll get up and I'll read and I'll pray and I'll do a devotional and I'll listen and, say, and, and that's, that, But but for you it might be at night. It might be as you drive. It might be, I don't know when it is for you, but just do you. Create space in the framework that is you to create space for God in your world. Keep company and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. He wants to lighten your load and he wants to make your path straight. Exodus 29 says, I'll dwell among the children of Israel and be their God, and they shall know that I am the Lord their God, who brought them out of the land of Egypt, that I may dwell among them. I am the Lord their God. So he is the Lord our God, regardless of whether we acknowledge it or not. But he says, will you allow me to dwell with you? Will you create space for me to dwell in your life, will, will you create space for me to invade your deficiency and bring wholeness? Will you create space for me to come into the middle of your challenges and, and your struggles to bring my strength? Because the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. He created all things, Colossians says, and were, all things were created for Him that are in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or all things were created through Him and for Him, and He is before all things, in all things, and He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that all things may have preeminence. You've been made by God for God. Don't, don't pull back from God. Don't try and do life on your own. You're, you're powerless against the attacks of the enemy if you try and do life on your, on, on your own. Connect with God. Connect daily. Connect often. Power flows in connection. I can have an, an electric drill with an electric lead. It is a perfectly functioning drill. But until I plug that into the power socket and turn, there is no connection. I, I, I could, we are created in the image of God, but if I'm not connected to the God who created me, I don't have what I need for the life he's created me for. In John 15, it says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Don't try and be what you're not. Don't try and do what you haven't been called to do. Again, do you connected to God. Do you, your passions, your desires, the things that bring joy, the things that energize connected to God. You know, the Bible says anything that's not of faith is sin. It doesn't say anything that's a sin is sin. Anything that's bad is sin. It says anything that's not of faith is sin. God wants to be that connected with you that you can consult him on everything you do. Because he said, I don't want you to do life alone. I don't want you to do life disconnected. I want to do life right in the middle of your mess right in the middle of your victory right in the middle of your joy right in the middle of your pain I want to be there with you come to me stand in faith believe that I can and I will amen last one is this connect forward I want to encourage every single person here this morning to connect with your future accept that God wants it to be blessed and abundant God wants your life to be blessed and abundant he wants your barns to overflow. He wants your vats to drip over so that you can show it your, God's goodness to everybody else that you make. God wants to bless you. It says in Jeremiah 29, "For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. God has plans and purposes for your life. Again, whether you recognize it or acknowledge it or not, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to bless you and not to hurt you, to prosper you, and not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. I want you this morning to say, I'm going to dream big, and I'm going to pray bigger. I'm going to dream big, outlandish, outrageous dreams for my future, and in my connection to God, I'm going to step out by faith into them. I want want to encourage, it says in Mark 11, whatever things you ask for when you pray, believing that you receive them, you'll have them what are you asking for? What are you believing for? What are you stepping out into? You need to to see a a future that is filled with victory. You need to see yourself as an overcomer. You need to see yourself healthy. You need to see yourself restored and redeemed. You need to see yourself as God sees you before it will ever become a reality in your world. See yourself winning in life. We all walk through tough seasons. We all walk through tough times But see yourself winning. See yourself on the other side of it. Don't sit down in the midst of woe is me and and this is so hard and this is so... Stuff is hard and stuff is bad. But see yourself on the other side of it. Because I can attach my faith to what I can see. But if I can't see it, if I can't, then I can't grab a hold of it. But we live life by faith, not by sight. Amen? I learned this week... That the word for dream in the Hebrew is exactly the same word as health. So, the word for dream in in Hebrew is the same word as health. And I love what is written in John. It says, Beloved, I pray above all things that you'd be in health and prosper, just as your soul prospers. Above everything else, I pray that you would be in health and prosper as your soul prospers. As you're connected to God, you can connect to your future. And I, I want to encourage you here this morning, it's healthy to dream. It is healthy to dream. Dream big. Put expectation on God that says, "God," because it says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we could imagine. To him be the glory in the church. To, to the one that wants to do far more than you want to ask for. Let's give him some glory. The way we glorify God is to dream big, to believe God big and to step out in faith for that which he's called us to, amen? Healthy people are dreamers. I just wanna say this this morning, that that our futures will look directly proportional to our connection in life. What we connect our lives to, who we allow in is connection points in our life, inward, outward, upward and forward will, will determine the cause and the course of our life. There's a saying that you show me your friends and I'll show you your future. So I want to encourage you this morning choose wisely your friends. Choose wisely those you connect to. Choose, choose wisely those that you allow to speak into your world. Reject any other opinion or any other thought and say, you know what? These are the voices of wisdom and life that I'm going to allow to pour into my world. Is this helping anybody this morning? Life is incomplete. It's not all it could be when we do it disconnected, when we do it isolated. Can I encourage you, find a connect group, find uh, commonality, whether that is age group, demographic, what you like to do, an interest group, something like that. Matt, Matt Dance one rings up and says, all right, we're going surfing on Saturday, boys. I love to surf. So we go surfing and there's connection and there's life, and then, then we do life together outside of that. Can I encourage you, do life with other people. Do life with people outside of the church. Don't, don't live a small, minimized life. Live a big life that's, that's generous and is a blessing to every person you meet. Amen. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.